screws that are bent in like weird places oh buddy i remember when i went through my car after coming back from oklahoma i'm like wow those are really bent. Jesus. <laughs> look, look how dirty this is man i don't know if you can see it oh my look at all that wonderful like uh yeah uh, i guess that's good we're gonna call that um spur gear dust no actually that's that's just dirt from where we run where we test oh really Fine, fine dirt. That's what, yeah, well, that's, that's the biggest problem. That's, I think that's what killed one of my ESCs last time. Was two calling guys to give me a call. He's like, are you sand dragging your cars? No, why? It's like your entire ESC is full of dirt. Really? Oh, I know what that's from. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't know. It's, it's super conductive that. too, right? Because all yeah. the dust up here is nickel dust. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be. <laughs> oh, all that's a gremlin and a half. All the sand that would be on any road here anywhere. Is nickel dust. So I'm sure one of my ESCs is burnt because of that. So I crashed and then ran it back and went. Ah. We've, <clears throat> you know, I'm going to pick a spot prior to this to start the show so everybody hears that <laughs> beginning part. <laughs> but welcome to the show, everybody. I'll get to the introductions in about a minute or so here. But I got to get to the end of this first. We've learned something. Actually, you probably drove it back before we learned something. We don't drive back after we crash. Yeah, yeah, definitely 100%. No drive back after crash. Oh, um, I've also made the executive decision that we are bringing my Segway scooter. Um, yes, you're bringing it? Yes. I don't want to do any walking, and I also have something else planned um, that I'm going to oh, need yeah. it. Oh, yeah, dude, it's going to be a good old time. Mm -hmm. no, that doesn't sound, well, it sounds encouraging, but not, not encouraging at the same time. I, I can't I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. And uh, welcome to the MBM podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Matt. That's Yeti. We were just jibber jabbering. He's over there cleaning his car, getting ready for what's coming up this week weekend, which is the straight line showdown. We were supposed to have Scotty on. Um, schedule just couldn't line up. That man is extremely busy. Uh, so Yeti Always. and I are going to try and at some point corral him uh, at this weekend and talk to him for at least five, ten minutes. Um, and actually schedule maybe an after after show to, to kind of just go over how he felt the weekend went and everything like that. I'm super looking forward to it. Uh, they got queen of the streets happening on Thursday. That's um, exciting. That one, man. I'll <clears> tell you what girls are insane. I'm hoping we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to be there in time for that. I, well, I, I'm, I'm sure we will. By I'll the time we arrive and everything like that. So, th so that'll be awesome to check out. I know, uh, Jasmine Hernandez has been uh, testing a lot for it. Big um, time. who else has been out there testing? Sam. Yep. Yeah, I've seen her posts. Um, Every time yeah. I draw a blank, man, I feel terrible. So there's a couple of girls from Texas I know are coming up. They've been testing like crazy. Yep. So it's um, gonna be well, awesome. I, I kinda I like the idea that it's gonna be uh, you know, the kind of the feature on Thursday. Yeah. Um grudge so racing afterwards if there's time. Mm -hmm. hmm. That'll be fun. I'm gonna have That's a hard time fun. not. That's why I have a backup car. So I can, I can yeah. Make it well, my, my backup car is still sitting in the box, and there's an AE support kit with it. So um, I might just have to be building myself a car on Thursday night if things don't go well. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll be bad like that. I, You know, no. my, fir my first race out at a big race like that, and I didn't wad the car up real, real bad. So, And we've been – well, <laughs> look, well, look at look at look at the testing that we went and did, man. Like, there's some opportunities oh, yeah. to really want a car up, and somehow or another, somebody likes me uh, out there. Well, let's, let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about that that light bulb fire. Uh, yeah, the uh, the run of a century. That's why we don't drive our cars back. <laughs> yeah. So Matt decided it would be a good idea to 
drive back after a crash, which now we know what not to do. Yeah, but it didn't seem like it was that excessive. It, it like it hit the oh. curb, but it did. It hit pretty good. Well, you but... know what it was is I had changed the layout in the car to accommodate the new Max Amps pack that I'll have. Um, cause you know what I mean? I wanted to make sure the car was kind of ready for it. I wasn't going to wait till the battery showed up to reconfigure the car. If I wanted to test, it's just going to be heavier. Mm-hmm. So that was my other problem when I put that rear other wheelie bar set up on the back of the car, right? It was way too heavy in the rear plus this extra battery. Like I was just, I'm, I'm killing myself on weight and yeah, I want to add weight to my car. I feel like I'm way too light to, for it to really be effective i think you know what i mean there's that fine balance and i think that's, that's where some of my issues really, come on the top end it's a really big balance and i'm finding that out now with, with my testing yeah or full testing Holy oh yeah we're gonna be getting talking into into that um i think the feature of this really episode is is uh yeti and i are of course going to be talking about what we've been doing uh which me hasn't been a whole lot because i've been waiting for stuff to show up having to pick it up um, and then just weather every time I'm ready to go do something, the weather just bites me in the butt and I'm stuck here at home kind of waiting for, for good weather. And then when good weather happens, something else comes up that unfortunately becomes a priority of life. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to talk about what we and how we pack for racing. Now I have way more experience in travel racing cause I used to race a lot of off road. Um, but drag racing is way different the amount of stuff that i find myself bringing is not necessarily more not necessarily less but it's different um and then of course we're going to kind of get yeti's experience he's already traveled for one race so what is he going to take away from that versus this race we've already had some discussion about kind of like trying to you know down downsize and from our discussion before we started recording man you've (laughs) dude <laughs> I I was like, yeah, he can shave it down. I know he'll be all right. And then he goes, yeah, I've got my charging case and then the th- the roller. And I'm like, I I feel bad now because I've got the middle case. But that's where my radio is. I don't have my radio case. You know what I mean? I didn't want to have my radio as much as I like that Gropner box because it's yeah. really nice. It's it's bulky. You know what I mean? It's hard to put. It. So I took all the foam and all the padding out of it and I stuck it in the box. And now my radio is still protected. It's just. You know, you all, you've kind of seen it. Yeah. Well, with me, though, I still have my backpack and I have my radio box. But, yeah, to go from, I uh, have four boxes. Yeah, dude, you went from a fairly large. Uh, but you also, dude, in that pack out, though, you also had your, your blower for the road. Blower. Yeah. Just in case you had to go test somewhere or something had to happen. Yeah, I was ready for that. So. Yeah, you, you were you were mucho prepared. Well, I always am because we're at, so we, if we go and test, there's, there's nothing. There's no power. There's no... Well, now the good news is we know if we go and test and we don't need to run two chargers, we don't even yeah. need to run the generator. We can just steal power right. out of my wife's car. That's right. That'll be good. Yeah. That'll be nice for sure. But that's we're for a travel for if we went out and test for a travel race. Now when yeah. we go and do our own deal, yeah. Oh, I yeah. steal my that's wife's good. car all the time. I kind of apologize to her. I'm like, dear... I said, I'll make you a deal. You want to buy me a cool, like, Father's Day gift next year or something like that? A 400-watt inverter for my pickup truck? I'll never take your car again. <laughs> uh, she goes, what? My car has a 400-watt inverter? I looked at her and said, oh, no, no. I said, a 400-watt just means me and my buddies can charge our cars. <laughs> Always thinking of everybody else. Got to be able to support other people sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Oh, that's it, for sure. We really, I think we take for for granted, you know what I mean? Like how much stuff we've accumulated. You know, I've been at the hobby for a very, very long time. So I've accumulated stuff over years. Um, But man, you, you were just as prepared of anything. You know what I mean? I can tell that's from kind of having to go out and test and you got to have need everything that you need (laughs) when you're there. Well, look where I am. I can't, the hobby shop here is amazing. Doc's Hobbies here and stuff is amazing to deal with. Super good. But sometimes they only get a certain amount of things shipped to them. So I always buy one and let somebody else buy the second one. And I always make sure I buy two when I can. So I do wreck, have one. And when I do order it in, I can get it then. So yeah, to have the backups and stuff is it's kind of vital for me because I can't just go to another hobby store or have it next day. Even Amazon Prime, funny enough, shipping one day or two day. Oh, sometimes that's... Three days. Yeah. It's always three days, no yeah. matter what. Because there's always a day of processing. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'll give them the, that. They like at least here in, in the Sioux, anyway. They deliver on Sundays. Oh, do they? That's good. Yeah, they have this Intellicom company. And it's oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I ordered a few things. Ooh, oh, yeah, I ordered a few things. They showed up like 
on a Sunday and I was or Saturday and I was like, I thought this was coming on Monday. This is great. And then literally Sunday we're kicking around the house. And there's a knock on the door. I go open it. There's an Amazon box. I looked at Holly. I'm like, you order something from Amazon? She goes, that's not supposed to be here till Tuesday. I'm like, hey, I'm not complaining. This is great. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> nice. it's nice and stuff shows up really early. Oh, I, uh, sure. I, I got some carbon fiber, like, rods there to make some body supports. I need to make oh, some. Oh, you did, eh? Yeah, because I got that new body there that uh, Tim painted that I'm going to be rocking nice. at the race. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I'm picking that up tomorrow. They were closed before I got over there. Again, yeah, things close here early, right? So. Yeah, you know, that's Getting another city early. weird thing. Some places close early. Some places don't. It's just, uh, yes. it, it makes you it makes you wonder. <laughs> so I guess I'll kind of start as to what I pack. Um, okay. Anytime I'm going to any kind of large race or racing in general, some of the things that I like to have with me, and I know it's, Oh, some people grin at it, but I like to bring a soldering station uh, now because I have the McLan portable soldering iron. Um, yeah, I take that thing with me everywhere. Uh, guilt, I'm not going to lie. I've been using it way more than my my Hacko station because it's just convenience right there. I don't have to run downstairs. And actually, up until recently, I wasn't even able to see the surface of my workbench. So... <laughs> Um, the reality that I can see it and I'm so close to actually being back down there. Um, I'm super, super jacked about that. But um, yeah, for me, soldering, like some way to solder is key for for me uh, only because like I've been caught a few times at races where there aren't enough people for the class that I thought I wanted to, or one of the classes I want to run. So I got to change a motor, something like that, you know, or somebody has a problem and needs to do some soldering. So, you know what I mean? Like. I just like to have it available. I've always kind of made room in my pack for some way of bringing my soldering iron. Um, other things that I've been bringing more lately have been a lot of the Moo Clean from Cow RC to key to clean my tires. Uh, Naphtha works great. I'm not gonna lie, it does. It absolutely does. Um, but man, that Moo Clean cuts through it real, real quick. It's just. Yeah. Hey Heath, can I get that stuff by the gallon, not pressurized by chance? <laughs> That'd be right. uh, I'm gonna have to send him a message. Actually, now that we say that. Um, but yeah, so I I bring a couple of cans of that uh, that I fit in my lower rollout. So basically, what I'm running in uh, for people that want to maybe look it up online is a Milwaukee packout, and I've got the lower rolling uh, assembly with um, I guess a box that's about the same size as that on top of it then with one of the the slimmer boxes so, so the slim box is where i keep all my uh charger power supply um ancillary like my uh ryobi drill like screwdriver electric screwdriver um my mip drivers and everything like that are in this other container that came in it my hot bands are up there my helping hand for my soldering irons up there uh, and i believe the six cell lipo actually keep in a little uh, little tub there up there um and then any of the charging cables and stuff like that are pretty much up there or in the bottom of the of the pack out. The middle consists of my radio, which I took all the foam out of the Groppner case and dropped it in there. Uh, so the radio is still protected. I still have all the little cubbies, so I still can keep all the programming stuff and all that with it. Uh, beside that, I have a couple of my batteries, which, you know, uh, the battery cases double as car stands too. The only thing my suggestion would be is, is maybe put some like um, grippy foam on them so that way it kind of holds on to the car a little better for you so it doesn't slide around. Uh, a couple of lipo uh, bags are in there as well. And then I have a small like narrow container that my wife got me from Michael's that I keep a lot of my screws in, uh, spare springs. That's more off-road stuff. So I, I keep bring it with me because it has my spare screws, keeps my pinions in it. And what I have been doing is just swapping out drag-specific springs and stuff like that for the off-road springs. Um, and then I also have my uh, Plano. Everybody knows it pretty much that it races off-road RC kind of tackle box, RC pit box. I still have it. I bring it with me because I do have a lot of little things like shock pliers and... Um, I keep my max amps voltage checker USB deal in there and a bunch of other stuff like that. So I just keep it down in, in, in the, the middle box. So that's the middle box. And then the bottom box is kind of a bonus because the middle box and the bottom box came with like those little uh, tool caddy deals. Mm. 
So I got I got two tool caddies, and in those there's a combination of some of my like sauces, uh, cleaning towels, um, some shock oils. You know, just an assortment of the things that I might need when I'm at a race. If say I do crash and I got to rebuild a shock, I have the shock oils that I use to build those shocks, that kind of stuff. Um, and then below that, it just ends up being a little Trevor treasure trove of lots of wonderful things like a motor analyzer, scales. Um, there's a couple of wheelie bars down in there. Like I said, a couple of cans of Moo Clean. Um, trying to think of a few other things that are down there. Just lots of stuff. Gloves, rubber gloves, because I've succumbed to wearing the rubber gloves because um, I've really valued having my hands not hurt since stopping doing my old style of work, which was working outside in the winter and you know, the, the highways are covered in salt, whether it's a brine or straight up salt. And that man, when you spend your day opening up doors that are covered in it, you don't realize how quickly it, it, it dries your hands out. And it's, man, even plowing the highway, you would think last year plowing the highway because I'm dealing with salt, putting it in. I'd have that. It, nope. Nope. It was just that how much handling of, of just the slush and stuff off trailers. I don't miss that. Oh, yeah. So I'm a baby. I wear gloves. They get all sticky. I like doing the sticky, sticky hand thing, which is a dexterity thing, which kind of entertains me. So probably drives other people completely batty. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much what I have in like in there. Uh, you know, what I'll do is I'll try and actually when we uh, arrive on Thursday to the hotel and we kind of get loaded out in our room, I'll try and take some photos and show you guys kind of how my stuff is. Now, Yeti has to show off his charger setup he's gonna help me get mine a little bit more dialed in because mine's not like what he's running it's different so he is the master of this i call it because like this setup that he configured and found and whether he duplicated it and changed it to his need it don't it dude it is slicker than the only thing that i like is chad's deal i like the plug on the back of the the, the, yeah. the yeah yeah i like that because then like you can kind of close the lid while you do something else yeah, see, with mine, like mine on the outside, just or on the inside, just because of the whole sand and stuff where I am, right? If, uh, if we had the sandstorm go through where we are the last last year, mm. I had to close the box and then everything. Oh, it was just a nightmare having it all, everything hanging out. Yeah, I can see what you mean. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, I could. But that's about it for mine. But I'll take some photos. I'll post it to the, uh, the podcast page uh, because part of this trip is... I'm going to really, really, really try and concentrate on, on vlogging it. Um, of course, Yeti will try and get some video as well. We'll put that in the mix. But I'm trying to kind of bring you guys more of what I'm learning in my video production school, which is actually trying to put something together that's entertaining to watch. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I know it will be entertaining for RC people, so we'll see how much of a threshold we can push and get generalized people to kind of take some interest in it. I'm hoping with awesome. it being drag RC drag racing, that'll have a little bit more of a crossover. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. But for you, Yeti, let's yeah. let, let's before we get into what you pack because you've broken down yours from what, before. What's it been like from traveling from doing the Oklahoma to coming up to this race for you? Like, how has that changed your preparedness and what you've packed versus first time this time? Well, the first time I brought everything because i didn't know what exactly i was going to need of course and like you said i haven't really really traveled for a race mm -hmm. so i brought an entire um associated builder's kit yeah i had mine I actually yeah i have one of those two in there <laughs> actually i was able to help out a couple guys with the parts out of that box so luckily i had it with me but i brought everything that i would bring to a, a normal test day i test i used it as a test day kind of setup I brought my charger, I brought my leaf blower, I brought my stuff to cut carbon if I have to cut carbon or change something or something gets shattered, like when your wheelie bar got broke, you're able to cut it off. So I had yep, that. yep, that was convenient. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't know what I was going to need or not need, so I brought everything. So, we packed your car right full of almost all my stuff. <laughs> so, this time around, <laughs> I know certain things that other people are going to have as well this time. I have the other teammates there for CJC and McLan. I know what I'm going to need. I, I do have another builder's kit because I, I did wreck my car in Tulsa. And this is a completely new car for me. So I did use that builder's kit. We ended up buying another one. I'm bringing that with me just in case something happens. I'm actually building, bringing a complete other car just for the grudge racing. 
but that one there, it's all broken down too. Like, I still use the same electronics off my first car and everything mm -hmm. like that, so it's not too bad. But, like I said, my charger, I think, is my like shining moment is my charger kit, my whole case. It's got my charger kit has my, my hot bands, my discharger, my charger, my power supplies are all built in. It's one case. It plugs in. I run my lights off of it. I run my soldering station off of that. Uh, one power supply runs. Oh, yeah. We got to get a photo of your lights. <laughs> you like and I, I want a set of those. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make you one. Actually, we can do a the do-it-yourself build kit. Yes. Yeah, see? That ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to have. It's especially... Well, Tulsa was definitely more at night racing. The, I think Wisconsin's going to be more during the day. Yeah, I believe um, so, yeah. Even still, I don't have the best eyes. I've wore glasses my entire life, but I'm used to working in the mine, where it's friggin' dark all the time. And I'm used to having lights, so when I'm working on something, I want to have that extra bit of light so I can see what I'm doing. So I have those lights. I travel with those. And in my big roller kit now, I have all my screw kits. I have enough screw kits to rebuild probably four or five cars. Hey man, I got thirty millimeter flathead button head. I got more thirty millimeter screws than you can shake a stick at. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with my setup I use the five star transmission, which is the aluminum one. And I need special longer screws with my jacked up transmission mounts, so any kind of weird screw I always make sure I have them because they're not easy to find other places. Oh no, they're uh, do they are some of the like you even when we went into the hobby shop. Oh, yeah. In Oklahoma, they had 30 millimeter screws, but they weren't flatheads. They were only yeah. button, right? So, yeah, right, right. So, in my travel kit, I also have, like I said, I, I always bring um, basically the cutoff wheel so I can cut carbon. I always bring um, basers and shims because it seems like these things, once you run them a couple times, especially on the tracks with the sticky stuff moves stuff gets moved out of place in the weirdest spot i don't i don't understand like john schultz was talking about that one day screws are coming loose where screws don't come loose so being able to shim something up after running a couple times and stretching it and pulling it the plastic or whatever i always have that i have the shims and the spacers both of them so like i have a lot of these bigger shims four or five millimeter shims yep yep very well spacers not even shim the blue associated uh, ones yeah or similar or similar. Yeah. Um, See, I'm trying to be open-minded. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I did bring my leaf blower last time. I'm not going to be this time just because I don't think we're going to need it. So we're going to go be running. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any advantageous worth of testing to outside of the event. No, not this time. Kind of no. deal. So Last time, there's a bit more testing of unknown parts and stuff for, for me personally. Uh, just because... Like I said, my first time at a big Well, race but like here's that. the thing, though, man. Oklahoma, you know, super chips. It's not straight line. No, no, no. I, I, no, I and 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 I don't. I'm not. I love the fact that they're different style of races. I, I really, really do. But I think every year at super chips, you're still going to find a bunch of us trying to find a spot to test. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I think so too. Because it's, it's usually in the very beginning of the year. And it's the first one. Yeah. Now you Especially might get us. some guys that are planning to go and do some testing for straight line. I don't know where they're going to go. I'm not, you know what I mean? But but that's like King of the Smokies. That's another one. There's going to be no point in going and testing for it anywhere because you're going to be on the track. <laughs> well, like, luckily for me, where we're going, Tulsa was on concrete, which doesn't exist in Canada. <laughs> not really, no, no. <laughs> not, not in big enough sections for that. <laughs> no. But for uh, straight line, it's asphalt. And I was checking the temperature, and it's going to be temperature i'm used to which i think is interesting for the guys that are used to running to arizona california to have to come down and run in the temperatures that we run in so that's kind of cool um but yeah it's gonna be a big one there the fact that i'm used to running in asphalt is gonna be a big difference big change too yeah i'm, I'm super looking forward to it because it's all we know is asphalt yeah. and and Definitely. that little afternoon ahead of testing that we have you know that <laughs> that's promising i know i know what my car is doing and i'm convinced that it's doing it a Suspension needs a little bit of a tune-up on it, and B, yeah, it's too light. The car's yeah. too light. Big time. It's such a weird thing, and that, yeah. I was always afraid to add weight. Always, always, always. Yeah. And then talking, like everybody knows, I'm online all over the place asking questions. And I was talking to all these people and all these different guys and girls are saying, like, well, I run it this way, I run it that way, and it's way over what we're running. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's why I'm not too upset that I'm adding a bunch of weight with a battery. No. Lots like me. I went to a uh, brass transmission riser. I went to adding a little bit more weight to the front. And and it's made a world of difference to my car. It's way better. Way better. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to see what I have to do on the front end brass-wise before I start adding anything to the rear on mine. I'm really hoping by the fact that the battery that I'm adding is just longer... That the, because the weight's going to be kind of spread out and it is pushed up as far as I can get it on the car, it won't be too, too bad. We already know the weight balance on my car wasn't too absurd to begin with. No, no, it wasn't too bad. But, well, the, the Maverick itself, when you put it down without any weight on, is pretty close to where you should be. Yeah. Which was by design, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I think uh, I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, I'm stoked to see the change from last part of this car. So I was using the I was using the prototype chassis for the last year and a bit. Now it's gonna be a good like time. I, I think we are going to. Uh, well, it's gonna be a better experience. I think this time around because we're more prepared for it, both of us. Um, for, sure. for sure. But what have you been finding lately in your testing? Because I know you've been testing a whole lot of four pole where. My motor just showed up, I think, last week, and then just I haven't had time to get out. I have found it is easy to mess it up real quick. You can change one sign setting and have a bad day. <laughs> now, is that for because it's too much? It's too wild, and it's or it just kind of seemed to be lost. Well, no, you just you you can go from having really fast passes to going backwards really easy. You put the power in the wrong spot, and it spins or you take it out in, in a lower section or higher section and it doesn't travel as well. But once you find the spot that it's going and you work on a decent tune from that and when you're adding your boost in, it is really easy to gain power. It is really easy to cut your ET fast. Like up where we are, 215, 210 was a really good pass. Now with this four pole, 20199. Yeah, and that's that's moving it, for up here. Especially for up here. Yeah. I know it, a lot of guys are like, well, it's not that fast. You know what? No, it's not super fast. It's not a 1.5. Yeah, but we're, we're racing our area, you guys. Yeah, we're racing our, our roads, and our roads take that. So yeah. with, with me running the two O's, uh, it, it's a super proud moment for me up here. I mean, I, I know going down south, I run 1.9s. I've, I've done that down in, in Toronto and stuff like that. Before. Yeah, but having those kind of PBs at home is, is different. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Super good feeling, and it's you know what, it, and it wasn't just me; it was a bunch of guys. Ian Goodfellow, Kendall Lane, guys helped me out. Just there's lots. Of yeah, stuff. you won't hear much from me outside of racing numbers until I'm getting sub two O's. Yeah, well that's fine. Yeah. But for me, I, a lot of guys see my <laughs> progress when I started from now, so I don't I don't mind saying I'm not a. Well, hey, we know my car is a two five bracket car. I had what like th- three five three passes that were two five two four five like. That's running a three and a half turn motor in it with like a fairly mild tune in it too. Yeah, it was going pretty good. And it getting Randy on the big end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this four pole stuff, I'm finding putting the power in early and super late and leaving the middle alone has been the, the key for me to get faster. And gearing, oh man, you gotta you have to try gearing. And then it's kind of the same idea when you start playing around, going back and forth with gearing. You gotta watch your temperatures and your voltages and. It's kind of a, it's not, it's no more complicated than when we start off with three pole motors, but it's, uh, it's a lot more torque and it's a lot more. Well, and that's, yeah, that's the biggest reason why the gearing has to change so drastically is you're dealing with way more torque than your RPM now. Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, where I am, I'm finding that I went to a, a low seven final drive ratio and it was way better than that. The high eight nine we're finding down south, 8.09 we find down in Toronto running. Running the exact same times, the exact same car, drastically different gear ratio. So here's a better question for you. How do you feel about when we get back from straight line and we have our McLan <laughs> four pole motors? I'm excited for that because we'll be able to play with the timing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, adjustable can timing, right? Yeah, so we're, I know a lot of guys, I won't say what motor I'm running, but I'm running a four pole motor. <laughs> and we're finding. That it's stuck at one timing, which is good, but you have to play around with it. And then you can put too much in it. When you put too much in it, 
it does wreck any ESC. You can do that with anything. Any ESC will have the same problem. But you gotta you gotta be careful where you put it. Whereas with ours, you'll be able to drop the timing down, put it all in the ESC, and really control the whole thing from the ESC, which is what the DRK is meant to do. Yes. So, yeah. Which I love. But yeah, I know. I just it's taking a while. I know. I know some guys are having some problems with. Uh, just, I think gearing's been the biggest thing for a lot of guys. And with, with me being super safe on it, I haven't damaged an ESC with this four pole. I've I've been really careful. I would keep my voltage up usually above six and a half through my run and seven three in the hundred section uh, for the whole hundred, the whole run in the hundred before the end of the run. So I mean, having that much power sitting there without being able to put a bunch of power down here, having that sitting there, I know will be faster, way faster than I have been, have been at the, up here. So. It's going to be awesome, man. i got to get down there and race with you guys. Uh, you guys are supposed to be having a race, aren't you? Yeah, August 6th, we're having one here. Oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that one, damn it. Okay, we, have, we run every Sunday, so. Not yeah, good. but I want to make it to one where you're kind of having like a, a to-do. Yeah. This is pretty cool. The, the, the company here, Maslac, the, we know Maslac. Yeah, yeah. They're an auto parts store, and they've, they've been super supportive of us this year. Um, because of us, uh, the whole sector of, of the draggers getting faster, we're running out of spots to run. I'm literally too fast for a lot of places we used to run before. <laughs> so so then we get into days. the discussion. Do we, do, we just, do, we, do we succumb to becoming... Eighth mile racers locally because that's the space we have to be as fast as we possibly humanly can, and then worry about testing for quarter mile races when we actually are going to go to these bigger events. Well, I think for me, I started running a lot of sixty-six foot stuff. That's what we were doing at the church when you were wrecked out, mm -hmm. uh, and I found I was a lot, a lot faster after doing the sixty-six foot, sixty-six foot runs there. And able to go into Maslach through the 132, I knew what the car would take. The now, how much runout does Maslach have? Well, about 300 feet. There's in, lots. In total or on top of the 132? On top of the, the 132. Yeah, see, that's, that's very similar to the high school that I run at. Like, I got the 132, and I probably have 300 feet after that easily. Well, Maslach, we have enough to run an actual track. There's two lanes. They're both really well, really well cleaned. So, but what, what I've been finding is I don't hit my brake after the 132 I let go of my trigger and I just steer off to the side that's what we all do we all kind of agree to the direction we go in so no one wrecks each other's mm -hmm. cars makes sense you run it down slide it off put your brakes on so you're not trying to hammer the brakes and flip your car over or something so yeah yeah and that's why I run such a low low brake because as soon as I start coasting like that like get out of, I get out of the throttle and then I get into the brake and start doing the the steering <laughs> what, what is that called again Yeti what's that called the old frig one? Yeah, the old frig. What, 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 for those oh, of you frig, guys frig, that frig, don't frig. know, okay, <laughs> we're we're in a team chat and and we're talking about brake setting and everything like that. And Yeti has the perfect the perfect way. You cut out there. What was that in my head? This is truly it. Like this is the way to describe braking a, a drag car after a solid 132 foot. Go ahead. That's 132 foot. You let go of the trigger, and then what I I like to do the the old freak technique. Freak, old 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 freak, and you try not to hit anything in the end. <laughs> so, because what you want to do is if you just jam your brakes on, you're gonna feed EMF back into your ESC. It's it's a matter of fact of any ESC, not just the DRK, because your motor becomes a generator when you're hitting the brakes. Mm, yep. And well, Tim Smith said I talked about it a long time before too, but with the old freak technique, you can pulse it. And not put a bunch of stress on anything and you're slowing down you still have your steering you're not jamming the brakes up you're not going to slide your arse end out you're not going to do something silly you're going to be able to slow down drive away and if you have to steer and drive you can still do that you're not going to end up going into your reverse or anything like that the old freak technique i love it uh, dude i'm not going to lie to you i want to figure out how to make like an electromagnet locking diff yeah. so basically at the end of the run it unlocks the diff so i can break and not end up being a yard sale at the end of it because that's what bites everybody as soon as that back end locks up you have nothing and i guess that's kind of where some guys are get using a, a lighter uh diff diff fluid because we've seen a range from 20 million all the way down to like some guys running 200,000. 
Um, yeah. And some guys run the 200,000 because they feel it's more forgiving. Uh, and it is. It absolutely is. But there is also a possibility of one side unloading versus the other if you have a really sticky track. The hope and goal is, is that the tracks stick equally on both sides and you're going to have a good run anyway. But I'm torn because I'm torn because I've done the I've done the difference between, you know, the, the kind of off road racing I was doing on carpet. It's such high grip. You know, I ran million weight diff fluid in the center diff on my four wheel drive buggies to give me the most equal distribution of power. Uh, but what's funny is as soon as I started going down to lighter, like 200,000s, um, 100,000s, the car was way better. Now that's turning corners. Of course, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, I have to sometimes try and remember that, yes, some of my off-road stuff can help me here. But then I also get nervous because it's like, listen, I don't have all damn day to go out here <laughs> and be screwing crap up for about six hours. Be mad at myself because I changed something when I should have left it alone. Now, I've also gotten to the point where I have almost the ability to have like a second diff set up to go out and be like, okay, clunk. Yeah. Let's see what this does. And if I don't like it, be able to switch back to the other diff and go, okay, it's just the diff. It's not up here or something different now with the car or, or something like that. Yeah, I, I found getting faster. I ran. I used to run 200. I started breaking free. Went to 500. Started breaking free, and then talking to everybody with the 20 million, and I've had no problem. It stays straight, true, and it works well for for us with the DRK because we put so much power in. Right off the hop. A lot of the radio tune guys that are doing the lighter diff oil, because they're coming in nice and slow and ramping in. Well, not slow, I shouldn't say slow. Ramping in really quick with the ramping in. They're not getting that, that power right off the Yeah, I see what you're saying. So with us, it's a little bit better because you don't have it. You have, it's going to go. It's going to go right away. It's not going to catch if one side's going to stick here or not, right? One's turning, and it's pulling that other sucker with it, and it's gone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So, or it's staying stuck right to the ground where it sits. Or it stays there and it blows up your motor. Yeah, one of the other things. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on the countdown. You have one more shift to go at work. Uh, actually, I have three quarters of a shift. I'm going to I'm taking off early to come home mm. and finish putting my car together and stuff. So. Ah, very nice. Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that after we get the show done, just uh, what the, the game plan is for your arrival and everything else. Um, but yeah, with the, the countdown is on. Yeti is going to be in transit before we know it to here. Um, of course, I'm going to beg and plead with him to try and do a little bit of uh, um, vlogging of himself, which I know is the most awkward thing in the world to do. I, it, to this day, I do it all the time. I, I'm going to tell you what, when I die, <laughs> when I die, I'm going to make sure it's written in my will that uh, within reason, every selfie video that I've recorded in my entire life will be re released. Um, oh, yeah. So there's a nugget. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> OKO will be around probably the day come when that happens. So he'll be in for a whole lot of entertainment. A whole lot. Caden will be still around the, by, by then. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure that gets written down. But, yeah, so I'm going to get him to do some filming when he kind of makes his way here. Or here and then we're going to be out of here Thursday morning. Heading down there, we're going to make a quick pit stop in uh, Manitowoc to see um, my buddy Perry. He made me up some stickers, which I don't really... Well, did I share it with everybody? Uh, well, he's, some of us, not everybody else. So uh, we'll wait and we'll have to show them. Yeah, I'll, I'll put them up on the page when we get them. But yeah, I got some dope stickers I got to pick up before we head the rest of the way into uh, Milwaukee. Um, more aptly into the hotel to get checked in. And then I guess we'll go to the track. Um and go from there. This, this, at least this time, my trip over from, from here to you is only three and a half, and it's only seven down, not like last time. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, not like so, 20 hours. Gosh. Yeah, it'll be a lot better. I'm not looking forward to doing that drive again, but I feel like it's something we got to do. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Maybe I'll find out by then. Maybe I'll know. Hey, I know Eric Jensen flies. Hey, buddy. We gotta have a chat. <laughs> yeah, that all works, eh? Hey, I've lost weight since we first got his pilot license. It was kind of funny. So me and my chum Mike, <laughs> and I'm sure he'll pop up once in a while in a couple episodes. 
He uh, picked up his MT8 today, finally. Um, oh, good. Right. Took a little while, eh? <laughs> Things only been in my house forever. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, <laughs> this kid, he kills me. Um, he says to Eric, he goes, Hey, would you be able to fly us to like, you know, come race down in Madison with you guys? And he goes, well, probably just you guys, your equipment, probably, you know, between the two of you, because, you know, Mike and I are big boys. And then, uh, recently I was teasing Mike and this was actually a while ago when I was way lighter. I'm like, Hey dude. Like, I bet you Eric could pick me up and I actually bring all my RC stuff with me now. I'm light enough. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, I'm going to have to get a hold of him, though. See what the, that's due. I bet you that's expensive to fly right now. I would assume Crazy. so, yeah. Crazy. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm super looking forward to it. The drive is going to be kind of like a walk in the park for, for us, really. That's, a, that's, that's an almost atypical. Well, that's a typical drive for me to get down to Barrie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's not the end of the world. That's what I mean. That's an easy day. Dude, there, I won't well, even lie to you. That's a day, that's a there and back sometimes. Well, I was gonna say we're we're both guys that have. I'm an on road. I was an on road mechanic. Roadside mechanic for a long time. Yeah. So I mean, and you're a truck driver. So both yeah. of us know how to deal with that and how to do that too. Well, and when you're driving a uh, like a passenger vehicle, it's nothing. Oh, yeah. It's a, the, so the yeah the fatigue is 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 un, minimal. minimal compared to the big rig and well, even was, a heavy. Even a heavy truck. truck, yeah, like yeah, even a heavy truck. mechanic truck on the road truck, yeah, yeah, that that that's a yeah, yeah, no, no, there's no there's no rest for the wicked, and I tried to tell that to people, at my old job. Well, yeah, you know, get you get time in between each call, and that where you get to sit down and relax. It's like, no, no, that's not relaxing. I have to worry about this guy, that guy, this guy, that guy. Oh, that guy over there too. <laughs> oh, this guy that's passing me right now when he really doesn't need. Oh, now he's gonna turn in front of me. Yeah. So no, there's there's no resting when you're driving commercially. <laughs> oh, no. and and no matter not what really happens, in a passenger vehicle either, but a little bit like for us in the commercial side, if anything happens, it's it's our fault. It's, mm-hmm. it's always our fault until it's proven not. Yeah, yeah. So we're guilty until care. proven innocent. Well, that's one thing we should talk about too when we when traveling. Yeah, about <laughs> traveling for us, like you were talking about getting ready to go and everything like that. It's it's not just making sure you have all your stuff. Making sure that your car is ready to go, like your actual. Oh yeah, engine. yeah. Knowing where you can get fuel, like where we're in the states, we're not being able to use the actual pump. Had to go inside and all that stuff. Oh my goodness, what a pain in the bum! I know it was a pain in the butt, but some guys, like some guys from Canada, that haven't traveled down there yet. I know a bunch of group of guys going to New York soon. I'm sure they haven't driven in the states for a long time. They yeah, things might be way different than the last time you were traveling. Like I've yeah. never ran into that where I couldn't pay at a pump. And then crossing the border, you have to have the app to come back. So, yeah, the can arrive app for for yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's a pain, but it's what it is. But dude, that thing gave me a fit it. the last time I came home. I went to log in. It had no travelers. I'm like, what the hell? Start filling. I was sleeping. Dude, I fi- <laughs> I fill it all out again and everything. Like, put my name in it. I put my freaking passport. Take a photo of it. You know, I go and I grab my vaccination information. Blah, 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 fill it all out. Then I get to the point, and dude, literally, I'm staring at my, my phone, Yeti, and, and there's two of my names in there, and I'm like, you mother <laughs> So I, 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 I unselect the one I just entered, <laughs> select the one that I usually have always used. It's just like, what a shit show. Like, so now coming back home, my name be stuck in your, your Yeah, you, 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 well, it's funny. Yours is still in there. So when we come back, we can just do the same thing, select the three. and I, I, I Apparently, they're trying to get rid of it, but... Uh, you know what? There's a lot of stuff that's going to be it's there, and it's just we have to deal with it. That's yeah, it whatever. If I get to yeah. travel, it is what it is. Well, that's it. I mean, being not, not being able to travel for three years and then having to do this, so not having, but right. the ability to go and do this, and then it's been, it's been good. And that's another thing, too, talking about traveling and like that. My my wife's going off to a completely different spot in the, the country. She's going to Montreal mm. when I'm heading down to Wisconsin, so... I mean, uh, that's like going to a different country in Canada, like in all seriousness, like going into Quebec is like going to a different country, even, even though it's a Canadian country, it's, and don't you dare, if you know a little bit of French, don't say bonjour, don't do it. Say hi, how's it going? Don't, don't, because as soon as you speak a little bit of French, man, 
it's all French coming at you, and you're just gonna be like, Dah! yeah, don't, don't, don't try and be polite. Like I know a couple of French phrases. If I'm lingering around, I can kind of catch some bits and pieces of conversations, but it, it ain't great. Um. <laughs> I've been with her. I've been with her now. Actually, tomorrow is our anniversary. We've been with her for seven years now, so. I know when I'm in trouble, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know coming, so. Something tells me I'd probably know when you were in trouble. I'm guaranteeing yeah. you it probably sounds a lot like my grandfather used to. Probably. <laughs> but what I was getting at there is the fact that, you know, having support back here too, to be able to travel as well. Mm-hmm. I know your, your missus is coming with you, but your kid just staying home. And yeah, I'm going to wish you well and all that stuff as well going across. So. Oh, yeah. It's nice yeah. having the backers with you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Always. Yeah, it is. It is. It is kind of nice. My kids have grown up with me doing the whole RC hobby, so they they definitely know that uh, Dad enjoys it a lot. And yeah, you got, you got some cool kids there for sure. Oh, they are. I call them nerds in the most respectful way because at the end of the day, I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know, when I when I was taking my motorcycle training course, dude, it was. <laughs> I, I don't remember somebody, my buddy Chad, or somebody asked me something, and of course, I started talking about the RC cars, right? And and one of the girls taking the course, she goes what's an rc car i'm like it's a radio controlled car i'm like it literally you know the ones you buy at walmart i said but not the ones you buy at walmart yeah. and she goes oh i'm like yeah and i travel to race them and you know i'm sponsored and all that kind of nerdy stuff and and, and she kind of stopped and looking like yeah i know i'm a nerd i'm good with it and she's like i wasn't gonna say anything I'm like, oh no the look the look told me everything you know and at this point everybody's kind of laughing along with us you know what i mean because I'm good with it. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a a, a grown child adult, adult child. You know, although as an adult, I like to more call it like an extreme hobbyist. You know, mm. I, I, everything that I do that becomes a hobby, I like to do in excess. So, yeah, the same way, like my yo-yos and stuff. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. RC is my big big one. I have lots of other hobbies, like I like shooting guns. Although the government's trying to make that one way more difficult. I don't understand it. I, I get gun safety, folks. Don't argue about gun safety with me. But I don't understand how more laws take guns out of criminals' hands. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Criminals, break laws. Don't follow laws. Enough said. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, you know, so I like shooting guns. You know, I like hunting, uh, snowmobiling. But because yeah, I mentioned motorcycle. I was telling my chum Mike, because Mike and I do a lot of stuff together. You know what I mean? We kind of get it. I get into a hobby, or Mike's kind of got some vague interest in a hobby that I do. And you know what I mean? So it ends up being that kind of situation where we do a lot of stuff together. RC was one of them. Snowmobiling is another one, which we both love snowmobiling. But now that I've had my bike for like two weeks, (laughs) he came by the other day, or it was the other day we were on the phone. Yeah, it was it. We were talking on the phone. I'm like, dude, we screwed up. And he goes, what do you mean we screwed up? I'm like, we should have never bought snowmobiles. He goes, what? I'm like, listen, I love snowmobiling. I do. I love snowmobiling. And I love my 850. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. It's the greatest thing in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Can't beat a skidoo. But anyway, <clears throat> I, said, I said, we should have bought motorcycles. And he goes, what? I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, you put your stuff on, you walk out the door, you swing your leg over, you start it, out the, out the driveway, you go, you're gone. I said, none of this crap of gather your crap up, throw it in the truck, warm the truck up, hook the trailer up, swear and curse because shit's frozen. I said, get out of here. I'm still going to snowmobile. I still love it. <laughs> but, bro, eh? yeah. if you're looking for a hobby, something to enjoy doing, don't start with snowmobiling. <laughs> start with motorcycling. I know in bigger cities it's probably way sketchier, but just get get out of the town a little bit and ride around some of the smaller neighborhoods, quieter neighborhoods. I've actually kind of done a lot more of my riding locally to have that lower. Well, because to me, the lower speed riding is what I need the experience on it. They ain't going to take me much to get out on the highway and squeeze that, you know, hold that throttle and through corners and crap where I need to really think about and and pay more attention is when traffic's around me. And, you know, when I'm having to turn, you know, slower corners and traffic signals and that kind of stuff. So riskier and shit of course i know that is because you know nowadays everybody's distracted but i i look at it in the sense that i'm a commercial driver so i've always had my head on a swivel to begin with now you've just taken way more of the blind spots out of my 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 way so my ability to be a defensive driver is that much greater on the bike and yeah i know i'm gonna probably regret and eat those words one day 
but I'm always just hopeful that I am a conservative enough of a rider, which I ride within my limits. I like to complete my safe, safe zones. People probably think I'm a lunatic because I shake my head and look at people like just, no, no, those, those, that three car spaces was not for your car. You shithead. That was for me. <laughs> so let me yeah. slow down even more now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's really what I need to do a podcast on the things that drive me bonkers. That, that would, well, that would last long, hours. Have me a long podcast. I've heard you, I've heard you go off. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of what drives Matt nuts. I think the list would be shorter if we talked about what doesn't drive me nuts. Yeah. yeah I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, man. I like talking. That's I'm a talker. I can't help it. It's okay. But I think at this point, we're going to kind of start wrapping things up. You know, um, for anybody wondering or having any questions in regards to tunes, um, you know, oh, gear yeah. ratios, stuff like that. Feel free to reach out to Yeti more often than, than me. I'm still learning, so I will, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll do my damnedest. You know what I mean? Uh, but more than likely what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go ask Yeti, um, and I'm going to say, this is my idea. Am I right? And he'll probably say, yeah, that's good. And I'm a cuckoo. I'm going to tell this person that now. Um, but feel free to message either of us. I'm going to get Yeti added to the MBM podcast page on Facebook too. So you guys can feel free to reach out to us on there which I know right now it's kind of slow going. I'm not sure Podbean didn't post the last show to the page for me. I got to look at something's obviously broken and up with that. Um, but I know it's going to be a little bit slow going here first, folks. I know it's been a while since we've been, you know, recording shows and getting back into the groove of things. And so feel free to reach out for show ideas and stuff like that. Um, we definitely don't mind going outside the realm of RC drag racing. You know, I'm an off-road racer. Have I been watching a lot of it? No, absolutely not. Did I see the altercation between Mayfield and Ty Tessman? Absolutely, I did. I don't think anybody on the internet that's in RC didn't. Um, my two cents on it, not that it matters worth a lick of anything. I've been critical of Mayfield in the past. Absolutely, I have. I'm not going to hide behind it. I've also seen moments of where I've seen a what I feel is probably a good, solid dude out of Mayfield in, in videos as well. Um, I know the reality is he's always been held accountable for you know, cheap shots, quote unquote, you know, those kind of situations, quote unquote, that he's been involved in over his race career, um, you know, really held to the fire over it. Um, so in a scenario where he was the recipient of, of, of the shit end of the stick, he decided to make sure that other people were very clear that they shouldn't have done that. And you know what I mean? So he was just kind of like, you're going to hold me to that kind of standard. Well, you guys, I'm holding everybody to that kind of standard. And could he have approached it differently? Sure. But then it wouldn't have made it as genuine as it was in my opinion. So, and again, yeah, he was, he not was that it matters. <laughs> this is just my opinion on the scenario, but I don't, I don't fault Mayfield at all for it. And, uh, yeah, man. Can you hear that? Same. Weird beeping noise. Yeah. Can you hear it? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I have no idea where it's coming from. We'll blame yourself. I know it's a Discord thing. I'm more than positive it's a Discord message thing. Oh, probably. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I'll have to figure out how to silence that for the next time. But anyway, uh, of course, we can't end a show without thanking the sponsors. Sponsors are what make the world go round. And really what they make just the, the hobby way more affordable to do in a lot of con the scenarios. Um, yeah. And, and hey, the, the thing is, is I don't look at it in that sense. Like a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, you're just a paid customer. Duh, 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 duh. No, I like to get involved with things that I actually believe in. You know what I mean? So to me, it's more about the relationship that I'm building and a relationship that I want to have even when it's not there anymore. You know what I mean? Whether it be... Yeah whether it be sponsored or not you know what i mean like it just that's that's the way i look at it i really really like the team at mclan they have made me feel like i'm part of something and um you know what i mean so huge shout out to, to colin you know because at the end of the day colin is the guy that believed in me and and you know encouraged me to to apply to be on the team so without that encouragement i never would have <laughs> you know i wouldn't be part of this this amazing team and you know ian's there keely's there bob craig you know i'm gonna miss people jeremy oko yeti you know there are so many amazing people in that group and i know i'm missing a few 
No offense, guys. My bad. Um, but you McClan. You have to thank Willie. The oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, I don't have very much uh, contact or, or – or, Yeah. So I just – I know he's awesome. Yeah, I'm luckily a part of the mediator group, so I do get to talk to him about some of the issues that come okay. up. Okay, right on. And the, the amount of information that man has given to me to be able to share is, is why I can help a bunch of people on there. And uh, the, the speed at what they adjust and fix things is just incredible for the group of people that are in the core section. Well, hey, the engineering team knows they're on call this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time. And Carol, we cannot forget to thank Carol. Carol's awesome, man. She's fixed so many of my oopsies on my orders and got me lined out. Oh, yeah. Well, and being in Canada, just getting ship stuff shipped up to here is a nightmare. Yeah, so see, I don't have to deal with that drama. I ship everything to Michigan. I don't have that. Well, I do. I do through you now, but Carol's yeah. definitely got all my stuff pretty quick. Well, then I didn't know about the Northland bus deal either. That's way cheaper to get stuff. Bruh. That's pretty slick. Bruh. Bruh. I'll have that tomorrow. Right? So, uh, you know, McClan, of course, Willie, Colin, the entire team, everybody involved. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for the support. I know I speak for Yeti on that kind of deal, too, because, you know, it's it's been an incredible uh, go. Can't forget Thomas, MKS. Thank you for everything from the word go. They have been the servos that I've used since I can remember. They've never let me down. I've never had a failure. And I know some people have, but I haven't. Apparently, I'm not as hard on my stuff as other people. Well, or maybe I just take care of it better. I don't know. If you've seen the crashes I've done with this, <laughs> this servo, you'd buy one too. Like, yeah, yeah. I've done that with a couple four-wheel drive cars, two-wheel drive cars. I've, I've, yeah. crashed, my, I've crashed my drag car. Man, I bent the screws in the, in the front bulkhead. If that says anything to the strength of the servo, man. <laughs> so, yeah, MKS has been amazing, even to me, too. Yeah. I'm being very new with them this year. Just been amazing to me. Reached out to me right away. Made sure I had everything straightened out right away with my ordering as well through them. Yeah, uh, Th Thomas is awesome. And then, of course, we can't forget, you know, there, there's there's Kenny. Uh, Kenny over on the off-road side. I know there's a couple other guys, I believe, helping Kenny now with the off-road uh, stuff. Oh, off-road, on-road stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, there's there's Adam, Tim, uh, myself, and Koi that that uh, fortunately get to split the duties of the the crawler slash drag racing, which is an honor to share that kind of duty with those guys, you know, uh, especially you know Tim obviously, but Adam and and Koi are just you know two amazing dudes as far as I'm concerned. Just to kind of work with them has has been really really cool, and then Heath the cow RC buddy. I can't wait to break out that vacuum now that my shop's finally getting set up. Man, there's going to be a cool video of that thing. That uh, Man, I dug it out when I first got it just to kind of see because I knew, you know, you got to see how much it sucks and blows. <laughs> it blew more friggin' dust and debris from underneath the couch than I think my wife and I were prepared for, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, can't wait to break that thing out. Um, so anything you guys need a cow or see, make sure you check them out. Uh, Heath is awesome. His products are amazing. Uh, they even work on my motorcycle. I won't even lie. Use the, the parts and chassis wash on it. Worked great. Um, Josh over at Max Amps. I want to say thanks to those guys very, very much. I know everybody's seen recently. Tim has uh, been stepping away uh, from a few sponsors as he's kind of stepping down. Um, I think he just wants a little bit more freedom to kind of, you know, run the wave, go as he pleases, not have to worry about obligations, social media posting and stuff like that. I don't, I don't fault him there. You're not going to see that guy disappear. I can tell you that. Uh, but, but yeah, with Josh and Max Amps, thanks for, for everything. You know, over the years, it's been great. Um, just got recently uh, my new 10150 on the way. Actually, it's sitting over at Joel's. we got to pick that up Thursday morning on our way out. And then I can't forget the one, the only, John Schultz and Brad and the folks over at Team Associated um, for, for allowing me to be an ambassador with you guys. It's uh, For me, that truly is, I won't lie, and I'll say it every show, it's a dream come true. Associated is the one chassis manufacturer that I would, you know, kind of be willing to, to, to party with. And I'm so, uh, yeah, man, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, guy, you know that dude. yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to bring the MT 10 and the MT eight with us. If we can fan nice. finagle them in, well, man, there's a field and stuff right there. So it's like, you know, I'm not hoping we go out, but if we're out and we're kicking around on Sunday, man, might I might get yelled at for trying to jump over the track or something. I don't know. Don't. <laughs> Especially if John Schultz is there. He's going to be all bads of... 
I don't need bad. I don't need you know negative. I shouldn't say negative. It's all positive with John. But yeah, it. it <laughs> yeah, jump the track. Great idea. Scotty will love it. Oh, yeah. Now, if my if I get an email before we even get there from Scotty, <laughs> Matt, no jumping the track. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next plan. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, of course. Well, I know Yeti. You do have a few sponsors that uh, that I don't have. So. Um, who do you got? So luckily, I'm with, I'm with MKS and McLean, like you said, yep. but I'm also with uh, Gaunt Launch. They have been nothing but amazing with uh, all of Canada, really. It's, it's pretty hard to get prep across here, so him, him, them, AJ, and, and uh, Ken keeping us set up here has been amazing. It's stuck to the roads. Uh, I know you've tried it. You got to try my stuff when you were here, and you found it pretty good. So I got four bottles of stage two, bro. I love having that stuff around. Uh, they used to be getting it, so... <laughs> Can't thank those two guys enough to have me on board this year, and uh, I think kinda that's the only extra one that I have, as well as you. Oh, well, you're I a CJC driver, buddy. Yeah, CJC. <laughs> I just stick to team associated based platforms at the moment. I haven't, I haven't been corded onto any teams, yeah. and, and I'm okay with that because listen, dude, I love that Maverick 2.0. I absolutely love it. I love it. It's a Canadian chassis, but I've said this before, my buddy Todd. He, he designed a chassis. That's my homeboy. That's my dude, bro. You know, if RC ended tomorrow, Todd is still going to be my dude. Um, so I've got to have a little piece of, of something Todd had his fingers in. And, and wow, that, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah right? So, yeah, so CJC. <laughs> and then Mayhew Performance, which is the, the guys that uh, do the battery equipment underground. They've been helping me out with my travel and my bodies for the last couple of seasons. So, oh, that's so, sweet. That's a good yeah. deal then. That that's awesome. Yeah. Knowing you have a sponsor that's different like that, that's really kind of helping. Yeah, they're they're very different. But again, it goes along with the battery side of stuff. So, true. Being able to true, uh, very true. Explain that to you and, and show them low, the lipo fires. That was one of the biggest things with uh, with them. Because underground, it's not the same as on surface. You can't just run away and keep running. You run away in a tunnel. You're stuck. Yeah, they're during. Oh yeah. Yeah, knowing, knowing the dangers and knowing uh, what to avoid is a big thing. Oh, boy. Sir. You stick to doing that. I, I'm, I'm, thank you. You keep, <laughs> you keep doing what you got to do. I'm, I'm going to stay up here. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I, I, listen, I'd drive one of the big dump trucks up top. Yeah? Uh, yeah, no problem. I don't want to go down there. Yeah. Freaky I'm enough, dude. I don't mind doing like the dynamic earth and going down. I think that is like the coolest thing in the world. But that's about does it for me, man. That's like, yep, okay, I'm good. I don't know. I don't need to do this for a living. Nope, 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 nope. I love it. Though. Well, but that's what I mean. My brother-in-law does it. He loves it. You know, so I don't, I don't fault you guys. Not my deal. I'll, like I said, give me one of those big ass trucks that's like the size of a house all day long. I got that. Yee. But yeah, don't tell me to drive it through a hole that's the size of the house too. That that's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> but without further ado, we'll uh, we'll let you wonderful folks get on with the rest of your evenings. I want to thank you very much for joining us on the MBM podcast. We are trying to make these a little bit more digestible, a little shorter. Uh, they'll get longer as Yeti and I start diving into other things that we can kind of get into. And and you know, of course, we're gonna have a huge breakdown after the straight line um, showdown. Stay tuned for posts throughout the weekend uh, on the MEM podcast page and on our personal pages, of course. And um, yeah, make sure you head up our socials. I, of course, have my own personal profile, Matthew Housen, which a lot of you guys are on. I also have my Matt Moose Housen, if you want to head over and give that one a like. I've noticed a lot of people following it. Facebook's been doing this new thing sometimes, so you actually got to go to the page and make sure you've liked it because the follow isn't the same as the like, which is ridiculous. But yeah whatever friggin facebook Uh, so make sure you do that of course the mbm podcast facebook page make sure you like it there um there is a youtube channel for the mbm podcast that exists as well so you can check that one out and of course we are on the podbean website or any other streaming service uh easiest way to find it is just mbmpodcast.podbean.com and uh yeah what's your socials yeti I just have Yeti B online. Just on the Felatio book? That's it. Wow, you don't do the Instagrams or anything? Too old for that stuff, my friend. 
Facebook. Well, I'm on Facebook already. I think when we get together this weekend, you're going to start getting the Instagram for the MBM podcast. You can just put the photos up there. Well, we'll no, link it to the Facebook page. That'll make it easier. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll have a little sit down and do that Thursday night in the hotel. We'll get on there awesome. and we'll get everything all synced up. Sounds good, man. But yeah, man, thank you for joining us. We're going to cut you guys loose. We're out of here. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you, uh, you know, give us a like and all that wonderful jazz and we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. Peace. Smoke, then you got the wrong guy. Behind the scenes, I know you grumpy, don't lie. Uh, 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 a motherfucker, alright. How uh, can you hit me two times? Want smoke, then you got the wrong guy. Behind the scenes, I know you grumpy, don't lie. Uh, 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 a motherfucker, alright. Yeah. Uh, when I'm back from jail, I want the party popping. Already bopping. City buzzing, they already talking. Uh, Debbie gawking, Eddie jocking. I'm skunk drunk walking, one eye, Betty whopping. Let me talk my shit. Business lunch, and I'm brown out at Denny's. Wanna kick it with the goons? You better have an alibi ready. Let me introduce you to my pal, my machete. I'm getting down on my doggy. Make sure my mouth is ready. <laughs> Beefing with me is a mistake. Bro, I know you smell different when you are awake. They will speak and mention me among the greats. I'm batting 1,000 shit, bitch, what does it take? I'm about to break in and steal all your shit. Fucking fill a rick of bamboo. I'ma move for the kill. A rick of bamboo. I'ma move to Brazil. Got the brutes in the click. Got the juice. Got the drip. I'll be outside. I'll be polite. I wanna fight. I wanna Canada dry. Somebody lied. Look at they tried. If they think they should resign, I'm out of my mind. Tell me some names. I'm not gonna one at a time. I'm on my prime. Anyways, look at the time. I've been through some shit. You just can't block it out. I'ma hop out. Run them jewels empty. Them pockets out. Got a problem, bro. We can talk it out after I'm done fighting with the cook at the Waffle House. I'm about to break in and steal all your shit. I'm a cut though. Let's go, let's go, let's go. With a dash of strong arm and maybe just a pinch of some muscle. How can you hit me one time? Want smoke, then you got the wrong guy. Behind the scenes, I know you grumpy. Don't lie. Oh, oh, a motherfucker, alright. How can you hit me two times? Want smoke, then you got the wrong Got the swag, got the funk Would you pass up the blunt? Live it fast to fun Whatever you wanna do Skadoots Yeah I'm in my bag like a lunch Got the swag, got the funk Could you pass up the blunt? Live it fast to fun Whatever you wanna do Skadoots